Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Let's start off with some good news, shall we? Uh, Sylvester Stallone, age 76. Wife Jennifer, 54. Now she went ahead and filed for divorce, but it's over. The divorce proceedings have been suspended, and we are one big happy family again. Yay! So I guess we're okay. Everything is fine. Sure, Sly tried to move some money around in secret, which he denied. Sure, they had a fight over the dog. Well, it wasn't just the dog. It was about caring for the dog. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess there was a little disagreement on how to care for the dog and who was going to do it when they were traveling. So that uh, was uh, quite a big dispute in their lives. However, he said, hey, we didn't end the relationship on such a trivial argument. Uh-huh. But anyway, it, they didn't end the relationship. Good news, they're back together, and they're going to be married forever now, I guess. And everything is just hunky-dory. So I just wanted to let you know that, you know, sometimes you hear bad news and you think, darn, darn. Well, then the sun comes out, and everything is okay. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. For those of you that don't live in Florida or the pathway of Hurricane Ian, I know that uh, you're probably tired of hearing about it, but it is now a Category 4, almost really a Category 5. It uh, moved a little bit to the northeast, so it, uh, as it's coming ashore, it will come ashore, probably be ashore by the time you hear this podcast. It w- could be a devastating storm for the state of Florida, and it is moving in as we speak. So if you decided that you were going to stay and ride out the storm, make sure you hunker down and be ready to hunker down. You can... Quote me on that. Be ready to hunker down because you're going to have some serious water damage, wind damage, possible tornado damage. It's not going to be pretty. And it looks as though it's going to cut across the state and then head out into the Atlantic for a brief period of time and then shoot up into northern Georgia or the Carolinas and do some damage there. But by the time it gets to the other side of Florida, it will be down to a Category 1 won't have a lot of time to build up strength in the Atlantic. The Atlantic isn't as warm as the Gulf, so you know it might not uh, pick up too much steam. We were hoping for maybe a straight cut across the state of Florida, which would be uh, you know the best from the worst. But it looks like it's going to head up, uh, you know, head up through Florida, which is going to do even more damage. And so, you know, pray for all the people in Florida. And if you are one of the people that decided, I got this, I don't have to stay. I never, I've never lived in Florida. I just moved here. I'm one of the millions of people that just moved here. Everybody lives through these hurricanes. I'm going to be fine. Well, are you? I don't think so. I'm just saying that it's very possible you're not going to be. So if you, I mean, I guess now it's probably... I don't know. It's not too late because it hasn't made landfall. So get out. But I don't know where you go. Just go north. 
uh, if you're in that path of the hurricane between, say, Sarasota and Fort Myers through Orlando, because uh, it looks like it's going to cut across the state, um, and then you know maybe on the East Coast you get over to the Space Coast over in that neck of the woods, uh, I would head north. Head north and get out. If not, go to a shelter. There's plenty of shelters that are secure. Uh, and, uh, you know, get there and be safe because your uh, home structure may not be safe at all. And if you don't know that by now, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck. God bless. Hey, congratulations, though, to uh, Staten Island. Uh, I know, I know, Staten Island. You don't hear that very often. Uh, Cam Soda, the adult entertainment company behind a newly launched man part review website, revealed you'll have to ride the Staten Island Ferry to find the hottest sausages in the Big Apple. Over the past two months, 1,617 New Yorkers have dropped their trousers and asked models for their opinions on what they were packing. So the Forgotten Borough made a lasting impression with uh, Junk on the Island receiving an average rating of 8.89. Brooklynites had 7.21, the Bronx 6.76, Queens 6.54, and Manhattan. Oh, poor little Manhattan. 5.1. So congratulations to Staten Island for having, you know, the best man part. (laughs) They have the best rated man parts in the online survey. Congratulations. Some Staten Island women questioned the model's judgment, however. Uh, There was one model uh, that said, hey, Brooklyn got robbed. (laughs) Brooklyn got better guys and nicer man parts, she said. Oh, okay. So, all right, good. I know that there are models out there now that are doing great things, and they are giving uh, man parts a once-over and rating them for you. Heck, one uh, doc... Dr. M, the ex-professor, feminist, and neuroscience PhD, who posts video of herself explaining various science topics while wearing just lingerie. And I'm a fan of any science with just lingerie. (laughs) Uh, They believe that a study published in the journal sexuality and culture and who doesn't love the journal sexuality and culture the article recently went uh, viral thanks to a bikini thanks to this doc who uh, was measuring research on uh, the man parts study tested what the first impression you're giving about your personality judging by your man part pick alone so okay uh you know that's good deal if she's making money at it good deal and if you feel that uh you know you're not sure what kind of impression you're gonna make hey send your man part shot to the doc and she'll rate it for you uh she will give you uh the correlation between a stranger's man part presentation and how they're perceived oh okay so apparently they showed 106 people 80 percent of whom were women photos of 24 man parts that varied in girth length and amount the amount of uh hair Uh, after looking at the image the participants were then asked to infer whether the owner was extroverted good in bed dependable anxious and other personality traits 
they found there exists an undeniable link between the size of a member and how one's character is perceived. Generally speaking, the bigger the man part, were seen as synonymous with extroversion, while smaller were perceived as the opposite. And apparently skinny... Uh, and girth are giving extroverted open to new experiences so all right anyway uh long man parts gave the same impression average size though oh uh very sad uh, fell in the middle of the character indicator i know so sad medium length didn't single any strong personality traits at all you're just a blank canvas oh okay well that's special thank you doc i appreciate it dr m now if you're nervous about dr m you can ask the vegas vixen valentino balucci uh as she is uh, rating men's man parts i know you can just send her a pic and she'll let you know you know what she thinks that's great because she said unfortunately a lot of men think that Size is the only thing that matters. And a hot girl wouldn't want to be with them if their man part is too small. And she talks about the average length is a little over five inches. Um, So American men rank 59th biggest man parts in the world. Ecuadorian gents earn top billing of uh, 6.95 inches. Cambodians, however, came up short with 3.95 inches oh see what i did there came up short anyway uh, balucci insists that endowment dimensions really don't mean a thing i always tell men that man part size is just like chest size if you ask around most guys will tell you they like average maybe something slightly bigger okay there are some guys who like extremely big chests and guys like very small chests and almost most of us don't like anything extreme so there you have it you can send valentia your pick and it's i'm sorry valentina valentina bellucci uh you can send i apologize she has her only fans and skype account that she will critique your man part valentina bellucci so if you need that in your life you go ahead and get a hold of valentina okay all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately you know as long as we're in the break room let me talk to you a little bit about uh moinkbox.com from small family farms to your dining table Moink gives you access to the freshest sustainability sourced meat and fish, all while supporting American family farms. You can help save the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. Moink delivers grass fed and grass finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did, and as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. 
The Moink difference is a difference you can taste, and you can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent as well. You choose the meat delivered in every box, like ribeyes to chicken breasts to pork chops to salmon fillets and much more. A plus, you can cancel any time. And when I say much more, I mean like their bacon, which is awesome and i tell you i love the fact when it's so much fun when moink gets delivered to the house you just open it up and you start taking out those ribeyes and chicken breasts and pork chops and bacon and you just know everything is going to be so good but the bacon the bacon is awesome and what's good is that moink is helping save rural america Um, and i love it and you will too join the moink movement today i know that uh shark tank host kevin o'leary called moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted yeah i agree or or i should say maybe even kevin agrees with me and ring doorbell founder jamie Simonoff jumped at the chance to invest in moink they guarantee this is a guarantee from moink okay when you get your moink box at the house they guarantee you will say oink oink i'm just so happy I got moinked. It's a guarantee. You're going to say it. It just, you know, it's going to happen. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Sign up right now and listeners to this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year. One year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. But it's for a limited time. So get to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash jeffy moinkbox.com slash jeffy i feel like we've talked about this before but thefts of kia and hyundai models are soaring in cities across america due to the tiktok challenge when you look at the rates that the thefts have gone up it is incredible chicago thefts of kias and hyundais are up 767 percent in the past two months (laughs) portland hyundai thefts have increased by 153 percent while kia thefts are up 269 percent in the past 10 weeks los angeles 20 percent of all car thefts uh, are kias and hyundais uh, up from 13 percent in 2021 in st petersburg florida 41% of all thefts, Kias, and Hyundais. And that's in my neck of the woods where I had changed my name to Brandon Hyundai, uh, formerly Jeff Fisher. And in Columbus, Ohio, Kias and Hyundais are 38% of all car thefts this year. Uh, It's been the original Kia Challenge video that was removed, but obviously uh, once it's on the Internet, you can't really remove it all. And so there are copies out there. The challenge, which users post on social video site with the hashtag Kia Boys, uh, shows impressed viewers that uh, the tip of a phone charger or a USB cable can power up a Hyundai or a Kia. So it's a crime of opportunity. They tell you to be safe. Watch where you park. Be uh, Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, we, we got it, okay? An automobile Theft can occur at any time or location. Avoid parking in secluded locations and poorly lit areas. Thank you. Appreciate it. So uh, they're just saying be on the lookout and make sure that you uh, you know where you're parking at and be safe with your Hyundais and your Kias. 
And as long as we're doing warnings, I might as well tell you parents are being urged to get educated on fentanyl. Thousands of pills were found in Skittles and Nerds candy packets as children gear up to go trick-or-treating this Halloween. So the DEA have linked fentanyl investigations to social media platforms, including Snapchat, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, and TikTok over a period of May 23rd to September 8th. Now, if you don't know, fentanyl is a synthetic, synthetic, if I could say the word, opioid that is 50 times more potent than heroin. Just two milligrams of fentanyl, the amount that could fit on the top of a pencil, is considered potentially lethal dose. Uh, Of the 107,622 Americans who have died from drug poisoning or overdose in 2021, 66%, approximately 71,030, attributed to fentanyl. So just be careful out there. And again, with the same with the, I mean, this is worse than the cars, but, uh, you know, for sure, just be careful. Okay. Just know what you're purchasing and where you're getting your things from. And if you were wondering, yes, Meghan Markle's uh, podcast will return. It's going to be out next week. I know you were bummed. Uh, They postponed it uh, due to the Queen's death. And so it comes back next week with guest Margaret Cho. Now, she's already released three episodes, and so you've had an opportunity to hear all of those. And they were all great. This one with Margaret Cho, of course, is uh, going to be a conversation about Asian-American tropes in the entertainment industry. And my gosh, who doesn't want to talk about that? So the three full episodes of the audio series that's been released uh, has conversations with Serena Williams, Mariah Carey, and most uh, recently actress and producer Mindy Kaling. And so that's awesome, and I'm sure it's great. I don't know if Harry makes an appearance on every one. We know he snuck into the first one, uh, but I just I hope so. I sure hope so. I want that to happen so bad. And I see, <laughs> speaking of the Royals, I see where Harry has uh, now apparently tried to make some changes to his tell-all memoir. Huh. After he went to England for the funeral and ran into his brother, his father, who apparently uh, meetings were very, very tense, uh, especially after, I mean, it was announced that this book was coming out and he was going to, you know, tell all in his book, whether it's all true or not, it's going to be Harry's perceptions. And, you know, Megan is all for it, right? She wants to burn Windsor to the ground. And so this could be the end. This could be the end of Harry and Megan, because if Harry decides to just pull the plug on the book altogether, uh, you know, and I'll just write another one. Uh, or, you know, I need to make uh, too many changes. We're not going to release it now. There's too much stuff in there I need to change. I need to reevaluate the things that I said. Uh, this could be the end because Megan for sure wants him to release it and just burn it down. I mean, she's, we've already had the, they're all racist and we've had all that. We've had the, the hatred. We've had them telling that the, the dad and the brother are locked into that way of life and can't get out. Uh, I, think that, uh, I think that if Harry pulls the plug on this, 
and says, I want to wait. We just, there's, things aren't right. I didn't feel right about the book. His excuse, not the real excuse is he doesn't want to do the tell-all anymore. His excuse is, well, it just wasn't right. I just need to, I just wanted to make some changes and then we'll get it out. Megan will be pissed. And that could be the end of Harry and Megan. And then my prediction will come true. Just saying. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So the Colorado mom of two that was missing after falling into a 2,000 deep crevice, has uh, she has been found, uh, and she did not make it. I know. So it is kind of a who died today. Who died today? The uh, Hillary Nelson, 49, reached the summit of Mount Manzaslu in nepal on monday morning but disappeared while skiing down with her partner she fell approximately 80 feet into a vertical crevice which was about 2,000 feet deep and so they had rescue attempts they had to call off the helicopter search because of weather and so uh she didn't make it out very sad i know she has children uh sons 15 and 13 and there was a picture of hubby walking out with her body back i'm not laughing it's just it's sad i know and i'm trying to be i'm trying to be sad for her but she knew the deal i mean i don't think that she deserved to die at all but she's skiing and it's you know nepal and the himalayas and you know there's two thousand feet down hole it's the world's highest peak or eighth highest peak or whatever the hell it is and so i mean they they're lucky that they recovered her so i mean it's sad she was the top u.s ski mountaineer and uh she was there with her boyfriend who by the way a little side note on the boyfriend uh partner jim morrison who was skiing with her uh, previously lost his wife and their two young children in a plane crash. He led the search for her and they, uh, you know, they ended up fi- finding her and he was carrying her body out of the rescue chopper. Uh, I don't know what to make of that. I'm just saying that it happened. <laughs> so Hillary Nelson, 49, dead. Rest in peace. Reminder that you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, uh, Facebook, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, uh, a YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can email the show at any time, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Happy to get your emails. Happy to see your messages. Um, I appreciate it. Be sure to subscribe to this show. If you're listening now and you're not a subscriber, what are you doing? 
It's free. Be a subscriber. Don't be a freeloader and listen off one of your friends' accounts. Everybody likes free stuff. Nobody likes a freeloader. So become a subscriber. Okay? Thank you. I am getting excited for uh, Walking Dead, though. Uh, it's coming up, man. The, the uh, episode 17, which is the first of the final eight of The Walking Dead, uh, starts this weekend. Uh, today, if you're listening live, is the 28th of September, 2022. Also, the day that Ian moves ashore in Florida, category four hurricane. Uh, but uh, coming up uh, this weekend is, uh, you know, The Walking Dead, and I, I'm excited for it. Um, I wanted to try to get a special in Talking Walking Dead with uh, Jason uh, Buttrell and Maximus Fisher, my son. And, uh, you know, schedules just couldn't be worked out. So next week we have Walking Dead on Sunday. So we usually have Talking Walking Dead on Monday. But this week is crazy for everyone's schedule. We won't have a Talking Walking Dead until next Wednesday, one week from today for those of you listening live. But I am excited for it. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, Dead in the Water. And we'll talk about the tales of The Walking Dead. And, of course, the new episode of Walking Dead that is the first of the final eight. And uh, I'm excited. Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know why. I'm just kind of excited and, and bummed at the same time. Because it's the beginning of the end. I know. I know. It's also today is uh, National Drink Beer Day. So go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. It's National Drink Beer Day. Have at it. No problem. Uh, you know what? Even if you're not listening on the 28th of September 2022, go ahead. Celebrate. You know what? It's National Beer Day for you. I saw a list of all these different uh, beers and where they were made. And I thought, wow, I, I've been a, I'm not a beer guy anymore. I used to be. At least I thought I was. I was just a drinker. It didn't matter. But I was looking at uh, like Labatt, made in Canada. This uh, Hogarden, made in Belgium. Presidente, made in the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Heineken, the Netherlands. Sapporo in Japan. Uh, Mythos in Greece. Singa in Thailand. Kingfisher in India. Polliner in Germany, Coopers in Australia. I mean, okay. I just, can I have a Moosehead from Canada or maybe a Michelob from America, Michelob Light? You know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long, I don't know. Ever so often, I feel like I could drink a nice cold beer. It sounds so good. And so if I'm around a place that has cold beer at the time, I have one but it's been a long time i don't get that urge much but i tell you from time to time an ice cold moosehead beer and a shot of peppermint schnapps oh my gosh does that sound good and that would probably lead me to firing up a cigarette which is probably a bad idea so probably shouldn't do it but you never know just like you never know when a road rage incident is going to happen I see where Beyond Meat COO Doug Ramsey got all wound up, got into a road rage accident. Apparently, he was arrested because, for an incident in a parking garage in Arkansas. So according to the report, uh, a Subaru inched its way in front of Ramsey's Bronco, making contact with the front passenger's side tire. Ramsey, the Beyond Meat 
CEO or COO uh, was not having it. He came out swinging. <laughs> the Subaru's owner pulled him close, started punching his body, and then bit the owner's nose, ripping the flesh on the tip of the nose. Okay, uh, calm down, bro. What are you doing? He also, according to the Subaru owner, threatened to kill him. So, I mean, that's road rage, man. I'm a road rage guy inside my car. That's my road rage. Uh, I don't I don't understand, like, the, the, the driving fast and the speeding through and the following. Uh, I, I don't quite understand that. I, I mean, I understand it. I don't. I couldn't do it. Uh, I do understand it, though, because you get so darn angry at stupid drivers. I know. I know. And so I, I'm a road rage guy, you know, in my car. Like, no, you're not. You are not going to pull in front of me. Go ahead. You know, when you're in line, you've been waiting in line. You're one of the cars have been waiting in line to go forward. Other guy comes up and they just, you know, passes by and he's just going to, we're just going to let him in. No, we're not. Do not let that guy in. All right, go ahead. Let him in. Whatever. Go ahead. So, I mean, that's, a, I'm a road rage guy inside. <laughs> but, you know, look, Beyond Meat's having a little bit of an issue. Uh, you know, the, uh, the stocks have fallen and, uh, people are dropping them. I know they're trying to make some, uh, you know, some new deals and try to, you know, work through, uh, work through the old beyond meat issues. So, you know, he was all wound up anyway. And, uh, so he got in this road rage accident. So all of it wasn't on the Subaru guy. However, how come the Subaru guy inching into the, you know, Bronco doesn't count? I don't understand that. I guess retaliation, it doesn't matter. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, uh, you know, in the suit. I will say that uh, that's that's, uh, that's an all-out fight right there. Uh, You start punching the guy, and then now you're starting to bite off body parts. Nice. Nice. Now, I I could be wrong, uh, and you don't have to. You know, you work for Beyond Meat. You don't have to eat just Beyond Meat products, but a nose does seem like it's not beyond me but that's just me well as long as we were talking about uh, you know the beyond meat guy biting into the guy's nose i don't think that makes him a cannibal this makes him a mean fighter. But a cannibal from Michigan has pleaded guilty. Remember, we talked about uh, Kevin Bacon uh, being uh, eaten by the cannibal. Well, the cannibal from Michigan has pled guilty to killing and eating uh, part of a man named Kevin Bacon. After meeting him on a dating app three years ago, he uh, said, Yeah, you know what? I murdered and mutilated him. Eh, you know, I lured him to my home. And, uh, you know, that's what happened <laughs> i stabbed him in the back and then i removed some body parts and then i uh you know i started chowing down on him in the kitchen what are you gonna do <laughs> so he hooked up with him on grinder which is uh you know just a, a dating app uh-huh uh more of a hookup app really uh for uh, usually for gay bisexual and trans men and so after the uh, hard to stomach killing his they put him in the rafters and uh oh okay that's that's great now he 
previously had pled not guilty with an insanity defense, but uh, then he just reviewed, reversed it, said, ah, you know what? Yeah, I plead guilty. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, no problem. I guess we're going to determine now whether it's first or second degree murder or manslaughter, but he will be in prison for quite some time. I see where a lady in North Dakota has been charged. Kind of silly. But she brought a wild raccoon into a North Dakota bar, which prompted state health officials to say, uh, hey, it's a, what about potential rabies exposure? Uh, so I guess that's facing criminal charges. I'm going to pause for just a second. You know, I almost ran into a skunk this morning pulling into this parking lot at Mercury Studios. I mean, I, I, I slammed on the brakes. I didn't burn rubber slamming on the brakes, but I shut it down, man. So I made the turn into the parking lot, and there's this skunk running in front of the car. I mean, I, I do not want to hit a skunk. Oof. And neither do you. Okay? You do not want to hit a skunk. You can you can quote me on that. I mean, I have run over them before after they've been run over and after the you know, after the aroma is still permeating in the air, but it's not full bore. Uh, and it takes a while, you know, but if you run over it, oh my gosh, you are, you probably, you'll be lucky to get rid of that smell in your car. Just bad, just bad. So, I mean, I was like, whoa, cause sometimes you see the raccoons. There's some, there's a family of raccoons that live down in the, in the sewer system. And I see them from time to time, but I hadn't seen the skunk before. And, you know, I made the turn, and I thought maybe it was the raccoon at first. And then I looked again. It was a skunk. I hit the brake because it was in front of my car, and it was making the rounds. And it didn't go straight across. It turned and got, you know, it got kind of hoodwinked, so it kept going straight. And then it went back off to the right. So it got kind of, you know, flummoxed. flummoxed that's the word I'm looking for. Flummoxed, uh, you know, when uh, my car came around the corner. But I am so happy <laughs> and thankful that I did not hit that skunk. Of course, because it saved the skunk's life. That's what I care about the most. Not that it would have, oh, I would have, I would, I would have smelled like a skunk forever. Oh my gosh. Nasty. So we go back to North Dakota. Uh, Aaron Christensen, 38, uh, is charged with misdemeanor counts of providing false information to law enforcement, tampering with physical evidence and unlawful possession of fur bearers man you do not want to have be charged with unlawful possession of fur bearers <laughs> now she said hey a family found the raccoon on the side of the road about three months ago we named it rocky we've been nursing the animal back to health and i i plan to release it back in the wild uh you know so okay i guess it's illegal under north dakota board of animal health laws to keep a wild raccoon huh so they killed it so after three months he's been willing and so they just killed it yeah i mean i'm sorry they euthanized it uh and it tested uh negative for rabies so it was fine oh my gosh this lady is that's got that's kind of sad that's kind of sad that she nursed this raccoon back to health gave it a name and was going to release it back in the wild, which maybe or that may or may not be true. But uh, it's, it doesn't have ne- rabies. It was been traveling around with her. You would notice if it had rabies. <laughs> so apparently she showed up a happy hour and showed the raccoon to customers. The animal didn't bite anyone. 
And the, nevertheless, the Health and Human Services Department issued a warning asking anyone who may have been bitten or had contact with the raccoon saliva to seek medical care. Uh, it tested negative, bruh. Uh, so it's unfair and too much was done to detain an innocent raccoon. Christensen is a little ticked. Uh, that's what she was quoted as saying to the Bismarck Tribune. Uh, they were not worried about the health of us if we had rabies or not. They were worried about finding and killing Rocky and putting me behind bars. <laughs> she could get two years, two years in jail and $7,500 in fine. Oh, my gosh. Come on now. So the town has got like 500 people. They, she must be the crazy lady. And they're gonna they're pissed at her. So they've got someone new in charge of the North Dakota Board of Animal Health Laws and the Board of Animal Health. And I bet you that uh, they're pissed at Erin. She's the crazy one. And now this is a way for them to pay her back. Come on, people, stand up. Stand up. You people in Maddock, North Dakota, which is, you know, just right there by the Canadian border in North Dakota. Uh, give her, give her. Uh, you know, she's Erin is always nice to you. Whether you like her or not, she's always nice to you. Give her a break, okay? Give her a break. Don't be like the guy. Uh, you see the guy traveling on uh, the flight from Cabo San Lucas to Los Angeles, and he asked to use the restroom in first class. Uh, no, uh, that can't be done. Okay, we're not doing that. I don't know if, if you've ever flown first class. That's one of the benefits. You have access to that bathroom. You don't get, you know, you people, you people back there. <laughs> the unwashed masses back there behind the curtain. You don't get to come up and use our bathroom. Okay, that's if you're, when you're sitting in first class, that's the benefit. And so the flight attendant said, no, uh, hold up. Uh, no, you go back. And uh, so it was videotaped and uh, videoed. And uh, the guy came up and just punched the flight attendant in the back of the head. <laughs> okay, calm down, dude. Uh, the, that, that, those are the rules. So what I like about this story also, what I like about this story, is that uh, the passengers uh, rest, restrained this guy. And then he was arrested upon touchdown. So uh, good. The passengers took care of a little business on this flight. From Cabo to Mecca, from Cabo to L.A. Uh, instead of just sitting there going, "Dude, why don't you just sit out? Stop it! What are you doing?" At least they, you know, helped detain the guy. I like that a lot. I don't like the guy punching the flight attendant, but those are the rules. You know better. I mean, you have to use the bathrooms in the back. You're sitting in the back behind the curtain. You go back there, okay? These bathrooms up here are for us. All right, not you. <laughs> Hey, and good news on uh, from Virgin Atlantic. Uh, I know you're gonna you're gonna be excited about this. Uh, the staff on Virgin Atlantic uh, can now choose whichever uniform best represents them. Huh? I know they updated their uniform policy to remove gendered clothing requirements. And it's happy. I mean, they are happy. The staff, including plane crew and pilots, will be able to choose which uniform they wear. Uh, the company's red option, previously most commonly worn by female flight attendants, or the burgundy option, 
previously worn by male flight attendants. It also includes allowing men to wear skirts and women to wear trousers, as well as increasing the uniform options available to non-binary staff members. They're also introducing pronoun badges in a bid to allow staff to wear uniforms that express their true identity. Isn't that special? Now, the airline Virgin Atlantic has teamed up with RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Drag Race star Michelle Visage, in a bid to reflect the diversity of its workforce and offer its people a fluid approach to its red and burgundy uniforms, meaning LGBTQ plus IA2II to infinity. Choose what best reflects themselves. Ah, oh, that's nice. Now, sure. Uh, some of the uh, company's uh, employees are saying, hey, why don't you just give us a raise? <laughs> uh, some of the passengers even said, sure, uh, that's great, but how about you just lower the fares? <laughs> how about you just make the flights run on time? How about that? How about we just get that done, and then we can worry about your little inclusive staff uniforms, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so you got that to look forward to i mean that's that's good stuff coming from virgin atlantic good good stuff i mean they believe now that they are the world's most inclusive airline so congratulations to virgin atlantic i gonna leave you with the joke thought of the day all right the joke thought of the day and uh for sure, if you are in Florida, stay safe. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people are already without power, and uh, Ian is making landfall. Please be safe. Okay, just be safe. That's all I ask. Um, if you, this is the thought joke of the day. All right, just for you, chewing the fat listeners. Okay, I had this sent to me uh, on one of the internets. <laughs> I believe this was uh, came to me on uh, Facebook. I'm not sure which Jeff Fisher radio. Uh, if having sex for money makes you a hoe, does having sex for free make you a non-profit organization? Get it? Organization. You got it. You know you did. You go ahead use it. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.